heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. The best man for the job is Mark Hunter, and he joins us, and I reckon this is one of his pet tracks too, Sandown Lakeside. As I said, Brad Taylor from Friedman Racing is going to join us. Elba and Love tonight are their runners in races one and seven. And Clinton McDonald uh, with runners in race two and seven, Shack Attack, and she's notorious. I wonder if Mark Hunter likes any of that quartet. How are you, Mark? Morning, Matty. Yeah, we'll give one, one out of four of those a tick. All righty. Well, we'll find out which one that is. I've got a feeling it might be in race one. Who knows? Um, what do you make of this meeting today? Back on the lakeside for the first time in a while, rail true. I'm hoping we don't get a mad leaders. I think it looks okay for the punters. All right. Let's have a look at the first. Uh, the favourite here is number eight, Elba. And this is Anthony and Sam Friedman and Bo Mertens. $2.10 fixed odds favourite. There's no scratchings here. Six fifty for number six, Universally. Uh, same price as number three, Platinum Field. $7 for Red Mile. Uh, Moody Coleman, debutante. And then we go out to $8 for Coming Spinner. Um, are you an Elba man? I think it's the best of the day, Elba. It's uh, had a couple of runs back from a spell. It's ready to win. It got back, had to come wide at the valley, ran really well. Jumps to the 1,400 metres here, which is perfect. Draws a good gate. Doesn't look like breakneck speed, so should hold a spot somewhere relatively handy and be close enough to them, and I think it wins to beat number three, Platinum Field. Comes through the same race at the valley. Ran pretty well. Elba was a better run, so you think Elba would have it covered, but Platinum Field, I think, is the danger. Four Red Mile... Hard to tell those trials at Packenham. They're a million miles away on the video and they don't wear the colours they're listed as racing.com, so it's not a, not that easy, but look to trial okay. And fourth nice pick number bread, six. Yeah. yeah, and fourth pick number six universally who was unlucky in a real bunch finish. I'm not sure about the format of that race, but probably should have won the race and can only be better for the run. So I think eight wins, eight, three, four and six. Eight, three, four, and six. The four, the debutante, uh, is by Justify for Moody Coleman. Uh, that's what I meant when I said it was well-bred. Uh, we'll have to look at the market for that one. Race two, there are some scratchings here. This is 1,200-metre class one. The scratchings are three, four, seven. And market-wise, Who Dares is the... No, Sisterhood, number six, is the $2.40 fixed odds favourite for Ma Eustace, just ahead of Who Dares for Pat Carey at $2.70, and then they corner the market with the exception of Long Lost Friend at four twenty. So anything outside of that, you're getting Ripper Value Shack Attack at $8.50. Uh, are you with the favourites here, Mark? I am. I'm with Who Dares. So the two runs back from a spell and got better with each one. I think it and Sister would probably go forward. Well, Who Dares can find the top here with a bit of speed out of the race. And with those runs under its belt around the lakeside, I think Who Dares can win to beat number six, Sisterhood, who's got good race form. Good barrier. Wasn't so sure about a recent trial. It was a little bit of a head-scratcher. They're well clear of maybe number two, Shack Attack. Draws for a good run, poking through. And nine, long-lost friend who's shown some ability in weaker races. I thought one one could win. Six is the obvious danger, but I thought one could win. One, six, two, and nine. Do you think that gap in the market will close, or are the markets about right with those two? Well, off the trial, you would say Sisterhood might drift, but they can be deceiving those trials. Um, you know, we'll just have to see how well fancied it is by the stable, I think. All righty. Um, let's have a little 
Let's divert. You mentioned Albert was your best for the day, and Brad Taylor from the constantly celebrating Freeman camper is on the line, Mark. So just hold on, and I'll try and get some inside mail from Brad Taylor if he's sober. How are you, Brad? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, saw a lovely video uh, which featured the um, the enigmatic Anthony Friedman with everyone passing around the, the Melbourne Cup jug. Uh, good to see Anthony get involved. It, it must be just a lovely vibe at the stable still after the Melbourne yeah. Cup. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was a nice day Sunday. Um, obviously, it was the last day we had the Cup before it goes up to do, uh, went up to Dubai on Monday. Um, so, no, it was good. good celebration. It was good to have everyone there involved. And um, that was a very enjoyable day. Is it infectious from top to bottom? I know, obviously, Anthony's hard to read at times, but Sam's become a great spokesperson for the stable, as has you. But even filtering down to the, in inverted commas, the smallest uh, employees at, at the stable, uh, even the feed delivery guy and things like that, is it just across the board, the, the sense of achievement? Yeah, I can't do it without anyone. You know, you've got to have the ground staff that are in the stable early in the morning, you know, as we say, picking up the shit and the, and the boxes, um, they're just as important as the track rick riders, the, you know, the farriers, the vets, everyone. So it's a big team effort. It's not just, you know, one person or, or a couple of people. It's everyone involved. And um, now, you know, it's nice for everyone to be. It was nice for everyone to be there involved. You know, everyone. I don't think many staff were missing. So no, it was. Um, yeah, no, it's been a picture on the whole the whole team. So um, yeah. no, it's been a, a very enjoyable few weeks. Must be nice to have a, a nice fast net rock filly in the stable in Elba because fast net rock's getting to the edge of his end of his sensational stud career and right at the death knock. Nice to see some nice fast net rocks come through. Is what do you make of Elba? Yeah, she's a green filly. She does plenty wrong. Um, as we saw at her first start, uh, um, at, well, first up run at a chuka this preparation, she was just green as grass. She was off the bridle early, chasing and. Didn't really know what to do, um, but she got the blinkers on, which most fast net fillies need. And uh, she just, if she drew a barrier the other night at Mooney Valley, she probably wins the race, but she drew awkward. We, we elected to run her, um, and she hit the line strongly, screaming out for 1,400 metres. She's drawn a nice gate today, a nice big track. So she she ticks a few boxes today and probably justifies her short price as a short price favourite. All right. Well, it sounds like a pretty safe bet there. Mark Hunter's best for the day as well. Uh, the stewards, I didn't see Love Tonight's run up the valley, but the stewards report said race keen, and this is race seven, number 11. Yeah, she did, She just overdid a little bit um, uh, and was sort of from back gate one, we sort of scrubbed her up to hold a position. Um, we'll probably just let her flow today and, and just see where she gets. She probably, again, from a nice barrier. Hopefully she can stay one away from the rail. Um and uh, she should get a nice run. I'm picking she'll be forward in the running. There doesn't look to be a hell of a lot of speed. You know, she might end up even, you know, outside leaders or somewhere like that um, on on a on a slow speed today. Um, 1300 meter suits, probably a big track. She's a big filly uh, with a big galloping action. So she she should run well. Um, it's not probably the strongest metropolitan race. So she gets a chance to, to hopefully be a metro winner. That's love tonight, race seven, number 11. Just one quick one on without a fight. Um, dust has settled a bit now, and you, the stable's probably having a little peek at what's in store in the next 12 months for without a fight. Is there anything you can tell us? Um, look, he'll probably run first up in a, an Australian Cup or maybe even a Tancred. Um, they're obviously quite close together now, so you probably can't run in both with a horse like him. He'll probably have a very quiet autumn. We don't need to run him too much. You know, he's a... He'll be a harder horse to place now. There's not many of those weight for age 2,400 or, or you know, suitable 2,400-metre 2, races. So he might have a 
a, a run or two. He hates wet tracks, so that will potentially roll a line through mm-hmm. Sydney. But um, Australian Cup looks like a, a most likely first up target, uh, and then he could end up in Queensland uh, through the winter, summing himself up there and probably running a Q22 again and then come back down for, a, for another Cups campaign. And there's always Hong Kong in April. There's a lot of options in Dubai and that, so who knows? Because he might have just stepped into star territory without a fight, so world might be his oyster. Hey, good on you, Brad. Good luck today. Thank you. Brad Taylor there. Uh, back to you, Mark. Just on without a fight, Mark. Has um, he taken that step into you could set him for anything in a wait-for-age sense now, or am I overrating the, the cup win? No, you're certainly not. The only worry with without a fight, he has to settle. Otherwise, he brings himself undone. So you get into some of those small field weight parade races where they walk, probably would be, you know, costly to his chances of winning the race. But he's he showed how good he was. He had setbacks going into the Caulfield Cup and still won, still be a quality field. And his win in the Melbourne Cup was just outstanding. So he, the Sable have got him. He's improved to stack for the Sable this year. And he can win whatever he goes in as long as the race is run to suit and as long as he settles. Yeah, absolutely. The third race today is over 1,400 metres. We've got a shorty in Electrona from the McAvoy Stable, dollar ninety-five, number three. Five fifty Sarasana, number one. Lady in Pink, number two, six dollars. Eight fifty uh, Mauricio for Wendy Kelly, number seven, nine dollars. Flying Fizz. Uh, is the odds on here a good thing? I think there's two main hopes, three and four. I'll go with number three, Electrona, who won well at Bendigo, set up on the speed. From, I just wanted to see it tick the 1,400-metre box. It did that comfortably. It was strong to the line. So it goes forward here, probably finds the front again, and is the one to beat. I think number four, Flying Fizz, nice horse, sat behind them, uh, got clear, took a little bit of winding up, but did it easily and won running away. It's got a tricky gate in the small field, but I think the distance will be ideal. They're the two winning hopes for mine. Next best... Number five, Rose of Shalar, whose form reads ordinary. It's a much better horse than that. Draws gate one, draws for a good run. And maybe number two, Lady in Pink. Not sure where the top two are at, having come back from a spell. I thought uh, Lady, in the Pink, Lady in Pink might be the, the most likely improver of those two. Three and four for me, ahead of five and two. Three, four, five and two. Over to race four, 2100. Uh, good even race. Uh, see uh, my old mate Uniquely's back in with a jockey that partnered Uniquely to a very good win at the Valley not uh, a fair while back, so that might be interesting. No scratchings. $4.20 for one last kiss, number three. Five fifty. speak one and see speed well two. So five fifty for numbers one and two. $9.50 Uniquely and Kip Gigon, uh, numbers five and six, and the one I missed just briefly there, Universal Pearl, number nine, is $4.40, second favourite. Uh, looks a pretty open race, mate. I like one last kiss. Uh, a good little mare, this one. It ran well last campaign in Adelaide in a good race. Come back from a spell, just beaten over 1,500, only jumped to 1,600 and took forever to get there but got there on the line. I think the jump to 2,100 uh, 2, is ideal. And I think she's a real improver and can win to beat number four, Stormy Gray, who took a lot of riding to get there first up. Got a tricky gait, but should be fitter. I think it's the danger. Number five, uniquely, that horse you mentioned. I thought it was a good win last time. has got some chance. And not sure where the top two are at after their last run, so I'm putting number nine, Unusual Pearl, in, who's getting fitter. Did make some late ground up the inside there at Flemington and draws for a great run. Three, four, five, and nine. Three, four, five, and nine in race four from Mark Hunter. The Quaddy remains. Races five through to eight. It is 18 minutes past 11. We're going to take a break and come back and nail the Quaddy. 
on RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian form preview. 21 past 11, the first Greyhound race from Terrelgan is at 11.28 and we're going to be handballing the show across to Nick Foote uh, just before that. So let's get through these quality legs at Sandown in the next uh, six or seven minutes uh, with Mark Hunter. The first leg is race five. It's over 1,600 metres. The scratchings here are two and four. Mick Kent wouldn't give us a peep with Northern Barrow, so it must be getting, must be uh, uh, well thought of, uh, knowing how superstitious he is. It's the two dollar ninety fixed odds favourite number one. Uh, tight behind that four dollars sixty for Lot of Rock number six. Uh, top honours is eight bucks. So Super Soul is six fifty. Seven fifty Miss Santorini six dollars. Takara. So if you're not with the favourite, there's a there's a gaggle of them just behind in the market mark. Yeah, my top two picks got scratched here, so I'm left with number seven in a really even race where I don't have a firm opinion, number seven, Miss Santorini, who's going well for the stable, I think, is looking for the jump to the mile to beat number one, Northern Barrage, who may well win first up. I don't think the lakeside's its ideal track, but uh, could certainly still come out of the pack and get over the top of them if you can run on. Five top honours will be up on the speed, out of trouble and very fit, and six, a lot of rock, who... Won a weaker race last time, got Willow. We'll go forward and get a nice run. So an even race now after the scratchings. I'll go 7, 1, 5 and 6. Yeah, if it was Hillside, you'd be a lot more keen on Northern Barrage, wouldn't you? You would for sure. It's just that little lakeside track. They get running. They get off the bit, coming down, you know, the 500 to the 300, and they're just too far behind. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll see how the pattern's going. Leading up to race 5, 1,400 metre race is race 6. It's a benchmark 64. Scratchings are 7, 8 and 10. $3.30 equal fixed odds. Jennifer Wish, number four, and uh, Belmia. That's a good race, this. They're pretty handy horses, those two. So four and six are the fixed odds favourite. $4.80 for Chico S- uh, Sonado, number three. Number two, free to move is $7.50. $9 for Tactful, number nine. Uh, not a bad bit. Benchmark 64. Oh, Jennifer Wish. I think it's going really well for the stable. It's had the two runs back. It was a... A meeting last time where you had to be sort of up near the fence. It hooked out, ran on, I think was the best run in the race. 400 metres here, good gate. I'll go with it to beat. Could be a big improver here, number one, Legionnaire. Just had nothing. It was just, well, it was just in the wrong spot last time. Uh, Laura Lafferty takes the ride. Good gate. I would imagine it would go forward on the speed and may well look to lead all the way. Six Bell Mia. Got ability, it's got dreadful barrier manners mm. and just makes itself do too much in the run. So hard in mouth stuff there when the gates open. And after that, maybe number two, free to move, can improve, but got an awkward gate. Four, I like four, one might be an improver. Four, one, six, and two. Yeah, Belmley is another uh, hillsider as opposed to a lakesider, I would have thought. Race seven is over 1300. We scratch six, and that's it. Uh, $4 fixed odds favourite, middle Little Miss Gusta. Uh, Gutza, number seven, five dollars for She's Notorious, number eight, six fifty. Love tonight from the Freedmans. Reasonable push from Brad Taylor, seven fifty for Gabstar. No idea, uh, no idea here. This wouldn't shock me what won the race. I'll go four, five, three, and eight. Number four will be in a vixen who is no star, but it's consistent. It's got a two kilo claim, got a good barrier to beat five Dane on tour, who could win on its best form. Got a very tricky gate here. First up to navigate but if things go right could win number three frenchman's bay ran well first up in a weekish race will be fitter and eight she's notorious goes forward on the speed with no match first up gets a great run from the draw and has got a hope four five three and eight four five three and eight i reckon the last is nearly the race of the day uh 
Daily Bugle first up's an interesting one. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, the favourite is at three dollar twenty is Prancing Spirit for Stokes. Number five, four dollars. Mornington Glory, who's doing really well for Gavin Bedgegood. Six dollars fifty for Betterlink. And the one I just thought might be worth a pinch if they're running on is uh, number nine, Daily Bugle, at $12. Yeah, he's been a testing horse, Daily Bugle. Look, I'm, I'm going to go number eight here, Better Link. I like its recent jump out. I think it will be somewhere midfield inside. I've seen a couple of beautiful duck and dive rides on Muramasa from Daniel Moore, and this might be another one. I think Better Link can run well here to beat number five, Prancing Spirit. Going well, deserves another win. Stacky takes over, just draws wide and needs luck. Seven, Mornington Glory. He's going really well back from a spell. It's got to run a strong 1,200 metres. I'm not sure it will, but it's going to get a great run from the draw to help it do that. And fourth pick, number three, Bluestone Lane, who we haven't seen since uh, Night at the Valley. It was hard to make ground. It ran OK there. Better placed here. I think eight each way for me, eight, five, seven, and three. All right. Give us a snapshot of your, your game plan today. The best race, one, number eight, Alba, the value... Not my top pick, but race three, number four, Flying Fizz, I think will run really well at odds. My quaddy, first leg, seven, one, five, and six. Second leg, four, one, six. Third leg, four, five, three, eight. Last leg, eight, five, seven, three. Play of the day will cost you $4 for and all up, all for a win. Race one, number eight, Alba. Into race three, numbers three and four, Electrona, Flying Fizz. Into race four, numbers three and four, one last kiss, Stormy Grey. So race one, number eight, the win. Into race three, numbers three and four, the win. Into race four, numbers three and four, the win. Beautiful. Good luck today, Mark. Thanks, Matty.